This is the Grind, Sell, and Elevate podcast by Tizer Evans, where we do a deep dive on how to stay driven, how to be a top-tier salesperson, and how to elevate the quality of your life. Hey, thanks for joining me today on Grind, Sell, and Elevate. Today, I sit down with Jay Wong, who is the CEO of Podcast Your Brand. So ironically, Jay and I sit down and talk about why it's especially important in 2021 for you to have a podcast within your company, how it helps to leverage your sales, increase your revenue, have established credibility, get brand exposure. So we cover all things podcasting, branding on how to grow your business. So stay tuned for this one. It was very insightful. If you haven't done so, subscribe to the podcast, drop me a five-star review, leave me a comment, let me know what you're thinking, tag me on your social media, let me know you're listening so I can retag, share the love. I really appreciate all the support. And without further ado, here's my conversation with Jay. All right, I'm here with Jay Wong, the CEO of Podcast Your Brand on Grind, Sell, and Elevate. Jay, how are you today? Ty, super excited to be here and uh, excited to dive in. I'm feeling good. Good, man. Well, I'm glad to be connected. Jay and I connected a while back, just so everybody knows we're not complete strangers. Um, <laughs> he, he gave me some, some clarity and some good context to help drive uh, Grind Style Elevate forward, mixed with some other stuff I'm doing. So uh, Jay is a real expert when it comes to everything podcasting. So Jay, just for the audience, why don't you give a little bit of a, a, a brief background and bio on yourself? Yeah, for sure. So we, we run a company called Podcast Your Brand, and we, we get the opportunity to partner up with thought leaders, uh, businesses, uh, brands. We, we did the, the Procter & Gamble show uh, last or earlier this, this year in April, um, but we've worked with so many different business owners and thought leaders on doing really just two things. One is hitting the top 100 when it comes to, to podcasting. Uh, that's specific to iTunes. We're trying to crack the Spotify code. We could talk about that if we get there. Um, and then the second thing, which we... we t- had a lot of discussions around is, you know, for, for people that are doing a show, right? Is it just another piece of content out there? Or could we get some great ROI from it? You know, so many of the, the business owners and, and thought leaders that we work with, they typically sell higher end services, products, e-com stores. It, it really ranges. But, you know, I, I, I think the podcast, the best opportunity is leveraging it as a marketing channel really for your best buyers. So we get a chance to do that. But Honestly, uh, we started podcasting five, six years ago, didn't know anything, no email list, no product, no opt-in, right? No audience. I think a lot of people probably listening to this at some point resonate with that. And, and we just figured all these mini things out around the algorithm, around what actually works. Um, and it's been amazing to kind of see podcasting in itself kind of evolve over right. the last five, six years. And it's just been kind of cool to, to watch some brands. We, we've gotten a chance now to work with a few brands over the last few years, right? 200, 300 something episodes. Some of our clients go daily. Um, so we could certainly dive into to the trends side of things as well. Um, but uh, it's, it's, it's just been quite the journey. We're, we're having tons of fun and building some great shows that along the way. Man, that's it. It seems like it would be a really fun uh, time to be in podcasting and doing what you're doing. Because you said it seems like there's been just an explosion. Yeah, you know, I didn't really start listening to podcasts until 2016. I had a couple of friends who were like, "Hey, man, you listen to Rogan? You listen to this?" And I was kind of like, "I don't really get it." And then once I once I got into it, because I've always you know listened to uh, stuff in the car. And I was like, this makes way more sense to listen to conversations as opposed to music because it you know that's the only time I have time to do that. Yeah. Um, so where have you, I mean, what kind of uh, got you into it to begin with? I mean, kind of, you know, especially five, six years ago, how did you start to see that wave coming forward? Yeah, you know, so uh, to, to, it's not like I, you know, could, could predict the future or could could see some of these trends. Like, I think Spotify was maybe making some acquisitions even, you know, five, six years ago, but certainly it wasn't getting as much publicity as it does now, right? There's, you know, the it, the market in itself was so much less noisier. But to be honest, I was, I was just a, a guy trying to figure out to start a brand, start a bit of a community. And I tried everything. I tried blog writing. I tried videos. We tried, uh, you know, stories wasn't really even a thing. Right. But, we, right. you know, I think it was like Periscope, right. Where you could just like go live wherever, you know, if, if people remember that. Um, and so like, I tried all these different angles. I remember um, one night uh, I'm just outside of Toronto. We were doing one of these, I got invited to one of these like entrepreneur dinners, uh, where it's like, you know, you kind of don't know who's, who's, you know, at the dinner, but everyone's a business owner. Everyone's, you know, it, it, it kind of ranges. And I knew the host, someone dropped out last minute 
and, and I got invited and, um, you know, I, I was just, you know, I was a couple months into building out my brand and my speaking business. I had no idea what I was doing. Um, certainly felt like probably the dumbest person at the table, you know, certainly low as like net worth, right? Like it was really nervous. And, you know, I figured, heck, I don't know any of these individuals, uh, you know, guys or girls, uh, I might as well just, you know, go for it. I'm, I'm going to present to them a little bit of what's going on and, and just kind of see the feedback of, of the group. And one of the ideas was, you know, have you ever started, have you ever thought about having a podcast, um, having a hub really of your content, you know, a centerpiece, right? Because you're doing all these things over here. You're doing all these things over there. There's an article over here. There's a, the, you know, a talk over here and it's, it feels very scattered right? There's nothing for a community to kind of be built around. And um, I didn't know anything about podcasting. I thought you would have to like rent a room in like a radio station or something, right? Or, or you know, in, in Toronto, <laughs> yeah. everyone's living in condos. No yeah. one has like these big, you know, basements or anything. And so it's like, uh, I don't know how to do that. But, you know, because of, you know, and, and this is what I love about podcasting. It's if we go all the way back, it's um, the essence of it is two or three individuals just getting together and just jamming on a topic, right? And just being able to dive deep, right? Whether it's sales related, whether it's marketing related, right? Just like, hey, we just like each other and we're, we're gonna do this. None of this ROI stuff existed, right? We're gonna put it out. We're gonna call it internet radio. And, and that's what podcasting was 10, 12 years ago. It's just that the distribution, the technology has caught up now, yeah. right? Where people can access, you know, all this information and in the last few years, you've seen business owners and thought leaders take advantage of this, right? So right about that 2015 um, time, that's when I launched my show. We hit the top 100 in Canada. So we learned some things over there. We, re we did like a second kind of like launch campaign. It hit some of those categories in, in the US. And that's kind of what kind of started it, some of it, right? I got invited to speak at, you know, these podcasting you know, conferences and, and, and these little social media get togethers. Um, and I would just share, I would just literally just share exactly, Hey, this is the email we sent out on day one, right? This is what we were looking to do. This was the, you know, thesis on it and it proved to be true. And actually this is what we learned. Right. And, you know, we, we kind of went through the gambit of, you know, all the products and all, you know, services, right. People wanted me to be able to teach it. So we, we created an online programs around it. We had memberships around it. We had two day intensives around it. And really the agency was kind of like the last iteration, right. Oh. Somebody attended one of those workshops and said, Hey, Jay, love all the stuff that you talk about, love podcasting, want to be able to do it for my brand, but honestly, I'm never going to do any of this stuff. Right. Because I want to show up, I want to create content, but I don't want to do all the other, I don't want to do the editing. I don't want to know about the editing. I don't know if I want to know about posting on social media and storytelling per platform. I, I just want to be able to teach, right? I want to be able to inspire. I want to be able to lead my community, right? And um, they, they pretty much said, hey, I'll write you a bigger check if you could figure out how you and your team could just do this for me, mm. right? And, 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 and essentially help us and do all the heavy lifting when it comes to this. And so that's, that's kind of what started the agency about two and a half years ago. And um, it's, it's been, like I said, really fascinating to see how the industry has evolved right. uh, in those fast, last few years with podcasting, with the market getting noisier than ever, and it being easier to start than ever. I think now it goes all the way back to the fundamentals, right? Where you know, people have to become better storytellers. Yeah. You know, people have to integrate this with their brand, with their marketing, with their services for it to make sense for them to continue doing this on, on a long term. Yeah, that makes makes sense. I appreciate you sharing the sharing the story um, and, and kudos to the, your customer that spurred, <laughs> spurred the big idea. Because uh, I do think right. there is that there is a lot of people out there that really like me. I'm one of them. I enjoy making content. I'm also Oddly, I like challenging myself. So I, I like, you know, I've taught myself how to edit, even on the YouTube videos, you know, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm uh, super proficient, but I like that process, you know, tinkering. I was up last yeah. night till 1030, uh, loading up two podcasts for next week. And cause I just enjoyed that product. My wife's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I don't know. She's like, you could pay someone to do that. I go, yeah, I could, I could pay Jay to do it. But you know, I, <laughs> I, I, I'm one of those sick people that likes to do it, but I think there's a lot of people you're talking about that, Hey, this, I can see it, the value in it helping my business. I don't want to have to deal with the legwork. Here's the content, go. And, you know, for those though, who maybe are like, what? what are you talking about? How could a podcast help my business? 
you know, maybe, yeah. ex maybe extrapolate on that where you kind of see the vision of branding yourself using this platform well and how that's going to help people with their ROI. Yeah. And, and, and Ty, I think this is, it's a, it's a perfect question because, um, I think especially now with the marketplace being as noisy as ever, um, people I think are losing sight of what's the purpose of a podcast, mm. you know? And, and I know we kind of talked a little bit about this in, in the past, but you know, here, here's the punchline, the purpose of a podcast and listen very carefully. It's that it's not this direct response type of machine. It's not this Facebook ads, put $1 in, get 125 out on, on the back end of things. The purpose of a podcast is that it's an ongoing conversation. It's an ongoing conversation from the hosts and the brand to the actual listener. And that means that it's not meant for someone to necessarily just listen to every single episode in the, that specific order that you release it. Now, don't get me wrong. We ultimately want as a producer of a show or as someone that leverages podcasts to be able to get you know, sales and ROI, we want our customers to be able to binge listen to the show, right? But if you think about you know, this ongoing conversation concept, it's kind of like, if Ty, you, you have someone in your life that like, you just like love geeking out with them on health, like working out and like- Oh yeah, my wife. Yeah, so like every time you guys get together, right? It's you're, you guys are sharing probably, hey, I, I, you know, heard this new resource over here. Maybe it's a book, a course. Hey, let's, I signed us up for these classes, right? And, you know, mobility classes and stretching classes, right? Hey, uh, let, let's do this type of 30 day challenge, 75 hard, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's, those are types of like the ongoing conversation. And every time you see that person, they, they remind you of those things, right? And I think for so many businesses out there, I think that's what they're wanting to do with their content. But what ends up happening is that they, they just start broadcasting all the time, right? And it's, and it's like, okay, well, we got to create content, create some value in the marketplace and then embed some, some CTAs and we'll call it a day, right? CTAs right. Are, are call to yeah, actions, call right? And so we're, we're, we're going to drive them to the email list. We're going to drive them to the offer. Hey, we have a Black Friday promotion going on. Hey, we have this promotion going on. But it, you know, with podcasts, it's built for long form listening. It's built for middle of the funnel, nurturing that relationship along the way. And what we really try to do with every single business and, and every single host is we're optimizing for current sales conversations and we're optimizing for future sales conversations. Right. Because if you do it right, a lot of times you end up on the call and it's not really even a sales call, right? It's, it's you know, I, I totally get, and I know you're, you're, you're big in sales and I don't know, you, you probably have right. a, a, maybe a different philosophy than this, right? But we're, we're talking about those conversations where, I'm not saying completely forget the script, right? But it's it's more of a they know where they know where you stand, they know what your values are, they they know they want to work with you, right? They might not understand too deep on the offer, the pricing, and what have you. So it's more of a logistics. Hey, are we cool? Are we on the same page? Can we partner up together? Rather than an educational, right? Rather yep. than a the 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 you know trying to do all the education and let's book a second, let's book a third call. I'm not saying it's going to work every single time, but a lot of our clients, that's really what we're optimizing for is that the podcast actually does a lot of that heavy lifting when it comes to the nurturing, the middle of the funnel. I'm on the fence, not exactly sure, thinking your price too high, thinking it's not the right time, right? It's, it's, it's how can we create content to be able to handle some of those objections before they do the application and, and they hop on the call with you, right? Yeah. Does that make sense in, oh, yeah. in terms of- Yep. It makes a ton of sense. What I'm kind of, you know, the first thing that popped out in my mind is, you know, one of the best leads in sales is always a referral, right? You know, there's a, like a statistic that 90% of people say that they would uh, give a referral, but only 10% of salespeople ask for one, which is, which is mind blowing. But like, why is a referral so important and how come it's so powerful is because it establishes credibility right away. Mm. So, you know, I always talk about, you're trying to sell, sell three things, right? right? Yourself, your product, your good or service, and then your company. Like, and if you can't sell all three of those things, like you're, there's going to be a disconnect probably somewhere in the sales process. So if you can already come out of the gate and establish either credibility for your brand and yourself by using a leveraging a podcast, then you're two thirds of the way there down the sales cycle. So I think it, you, know, you hit it right on the head. That's how I received it anyway. Yeah. And, and, you know, to take that point even further, right. What about 
you know, instead of interviewing the, not to say that there's, you know, and I don't know if some of your listeners would agree or not, right? I, I know now every time when people start shows, the, the natural tendency is, hey, I'm going to do an interview show, right? And I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that. Mm-hmm. You know, most of our clients have some form of an interview show as one of their content types. But let's take that a little step further, right? With the whole referral strategy. Instead of interviewing the who's who in the industry and the, the you know, the amazing individuals that, you know, let's say your show is around sales that, you know, they have some great, you know, sales strategies. What if you can interview your best clients, Right. And I'm not saying like, let's create a 30 minute instead of a three minute testimonial, let's do a 30 minute testimonial. Right. I'm not saying that, but are you saying that your clients, you know, wouldn't be able to share a great story of where they were before mm-hmm. and some of the struggles that they were going through? How, how are they viewing it? How are they looking at the problem as a business owner, as an individual? Right. And maybe highlight them, make them the hero. Right. And I think that once again, this comes to a mastery of storytelling right? And it, it's, it's, it's just getting a little more creative and saying, hey, this works for podcasting, but how can we make this a little more in our own voice and within our own brand and, and be able to create these assets rather than just create content? Yeah. Make uh, purposeful content is kind of how, what, I'm, what I'm hearing. You know, have a, have a sense of like, I'm not going to just interview for the sake of interviewing or throwing up, you know, podcasts for the sake of podcasting. Be intentional with who you're interviewing and why, you know, focused around what your goal and your mission is with your brand. 100%. It's, it's just being more strategic, right? With, with your time, your energy, because you probably know, right? If you do some of the editing yourselves and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you, you know how much time you already put in. Yeah, the show, right? Especially, I and I know my our, ourselves. Like, even we have all these processes, all these like checklists that our, our team kind of runs through. And some, I'm, I'm sometimes I'm baffled at the the process, right? Because there's all these like many little things just for sometimes the listeners to get a great show, you know, and 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 to get a great video. And if you're gonna put all that time and energy to being able to do that, I'm a big believer that you should get a great ROI from doing so. Yeah, totally agree. Now, one of the questions I wanted to ask you is, you know, because I think there's, there is maybe two schools of thoughts or maybe it's just people's personal preference. But I see, like you mentioned it right when we started, there's, and there's some of the guys I know that have their own podcasts because I've connected with them now, man, they're putting out episodes every day. And I'm like, fuck, that's a lot of work. Yeah. Um, you know, is, is there a strategy behind that? If I'm someone's like, Hey, I could see this really helping my business or I can understand it establishing the credibility. Does it make sense to post five days a week or six days a week, or does it make sense? Maybe twice a week. That's kind of what I'm doing now. I went from once a week. Now I'm kind of doing twice a week on Mondays and Thursdays. So is it, what's the strategy behind that? Or is there, is there, Oh man. Um, I love this because we literally just onboarded, um, two different clients. Um, they're doing daily shows. So 365 days of the year, we have, you know, business days, Monday through Friday, right? So 200. So out of the 365, we're not doing 365 with them. We're, we're doing, I think it's like 265 or 260, something like that. Right. Monday through Friday for the next, right. Like, like next year. Mm-hmm. And, um, they're the back end offer. Let me, let me, let me, let me give you some in both cases, right? They have a bit of a membership. One of them has an e-commerce, right? One of them have a high coaching type of, you know, high consulting, high coaching type of type of fee. Um, but guess what? They're both into the idea of being able to build a community and the idea and the strategy behind the daily aspect of it is that humans are, are creatures of habits. Right. So if we, and it's not now it's, we've taken a whole nother stratosphere, right? Cause it's not just, Hey, subscribe to the podcast and listen to when we have new episodes, but can we integrate this within from a, from a B2C standpoint, right? From our customer standpoint, listener standpoint into their actual daily habits. Right. I do think though, that that strategy is not necessarily like a one size fits all. And it doesn't necessarily work for every brand. Right. Right. You have to know your numbers on the back end of it, right? You have to know where you're going in the next three years, the next five years. In both cases, they're both looking, they're, they're very bullish, let's say, yeah. communities and being able to, you know, I don't want to reveal too much, but being able to, let's say, package up certain assets like mm-hmm. a daily newsletter or a daily show with higher numbers and being able to maybe put that together as an offer completely, you know, separate as, uh, you know, as an entity. Right. Um, 
it, so I, I think it depends. It, I don't think, does that mean everybody starting a podcast after listening to this should do a daily show, right? We have some, um, we, we, we get a chance to work with some training companies and, and franchisers. And uh, we, we, we hit it right around that two or three times a week. I probably average about two, right? Um, but their show is, is not daily. Um, you know, like sometimes they take, you know, breaks, you know, I'll take, they'll take a quarter break. It's, it's kind of like a more of a season approach. Right. But because on the back end of things, we're actually looking not necessarily to have the biggest and baddest show. We're actually leveraging the podcast to increase the retention on their programs of the franchisees to the franchisor of their certification. So what I'm trying to say is that when we say we build custom shows, what we're really doing is we're figuring out what is actually going to make the difference for that brand and business. Where do they actually want to be in the next couple of years? And how can the podcast fit within what they're looking to do? Right. Does, does that make sense? Yeah, right? no, it totally makes sense. Now for context is just curious, is there, so say, you know, Hey, I, Jay, I really want to put out a daily show. Yeah. I, I have the time. I think it'll work well for my brand. Now, if, if it were me, I'm not going to be able to, you know, do an hour or two hour show a day. Right. So sure. do, you, do you try to steer them in a direction? Hey, if you do it every day, keep it only 10 minutes or keep it, you know, like Ryan Stuman. I, that is one I do listen to every day. Rewire podcast. You know, he's a Texas mm. guy too. Um, but they're, they're all uh, a <laughs> yeah, shout out to him. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, all of his podcasts, though, he does it every day. And yeah. but they're, all, they're all basically under four minutes. Right. And, and so I, I get my car at in a quarter to six to go to the gym. It's the first thing I, I listen to because it, it's a, it's all about mindset. It, it's part of, it's part of your habit, right? It's part of I, your morning routine, right? It's part of your, how you become a high performer pretty much. Exactly. But I would not listen to it if it were 25 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so, so the question really is on like time, Yeah. right? Look, um, there is no, unfortunately, there, there is no like statistical, I, you know, I, I went to a couple conference, I spoke at a couple conferences and I remember the stat where they said, you know, the average commute in North America is like 22.5 minutes. And so could you, right? Like knowing that information does, you know, can we create an 18 minute episode, right? And you think about the intro, the outro, uh, 30 seconds, 45 seconds on, on both ends, maybe a dynamic ad in the middle somewhere, right? That's right. maybe closer to a minute. Um, so could we land somewhere right below that? You know, um, it, th- here's the truth. I've seen shows work where it's hyper long form, you know, and we all know shows that are hyper long form. Think the Joe Rogans, the Tim Ferriss, right? Where we're talking two, three hours, right? Certainly the expectation is not everybody binge listens to each and every single episode, right? Um, but uh, so we've seen shows work, you know, at that 90 minute mark, at that two hour mark, right? We've also seen interview shows work at that 25 to 30 minute mark. You know, so I, I, I think it's, you know, what it is, like, what's going to be digestible for your audience, right? And sure. once again, like, what makes the most sense for, for the brand? Um, I, I like to keep the solos and especially, like, if, if they are going daily, um, and I haven't listened to, to Ryan's show, but it, I imagine if it's him, right, maybe one little lesson, one nugget, yep. you know what I mean? I would imagine it's on the shorter end of things and not necessarily a 40-minute interview every single time, right? Maybe the interview is, is what's going to be special, you know right. what I mean? And, and comes in, you know, every so often. Yeah. Okay. That's good. Good for context. I was just, uh, just curious. Now you did mention, you know, that, you know, as I've got deeper into this, there's so many different distribution platforms, you know, with TuneIn, uh, you know, Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, you know, Chromecast, Overcast, right? So there's all these different. Amazon there's a new now. one, yeah, Ty. There's right. a new one every time I do an interview. <laughs> right. it's like, there's, there's there's so many out there, but so you guys really hone in on. I would still think that it'd probably be iTunes and Spotify would be your probably your two biggest sources where you could be found or you'd want to be found. So you talked a little bit about algorithms, and so is there strategy with pushing Apple more, or should you just try to be omnipresent on everything? You know, that, that's a really interesting question. Uh, I don't think I've ever gotten asked that specific one. Um, here's the truth. I, I think people that listen to Spotify um, just love, it's kind of like Tesla stock in some ways. It's like a very emotional type of company. Either people are for it or people are kind of against it, right? So people that love Spotify, they like, I do my life on Spotify, 
like Spotify is like part of me, right? That's borderline like how it feels chatting with them, you know? And then people that are Apple users can't border, can't use anything else, right? Like they're like, look, it, it you know, I like it connects to my car, Bluetooth, it, it just sets in, um, you know, the podcast app is, is built in. The truth of the matter is it, 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 both those channels, I would imagine uh, on average accounts for at least 60 to 70% maybe higher. In a lot of cases, it is higher for our clients because those are the two biggest spots that we point people to. Now, people are going to get different preferences, right? Um, I know tons of people that use specific apps to be able to listen to specific shows, but a lot of those apps are pulling data from those two sources to begin with, mostly on the Apple side, right? And regardless of how you feel about Apple, fortunately or unfortunately, they, they are the big player in this. Right. Yeah. They are, you know, yeah. th they are, they are, regardless of how you feel about them, they're going to be driving a lot of that traffic there. So, you know, certainly that's, that's, that's one of the things that, you know, I'd, I'd consider and kind of balance out. Okay. Now, how have you, I mean, I'm sure that you have uh, used podcasting to grow your own brand. You know, you've done a great job over the last uh, five, six years. You guys, I'm sure you've grown significantly. Um, is that, has that been your main strategy or do you still use traditional tactics as well to attract new clients for yourself? Well, Ty, I think we could, uh, this is probably like a more of a sales question than anything, but um, I remember I did, I did like a sales conference or I, I attended a sales conference like years ago. Like, like I, was, I was like 21, I think. So like very, very young. Um, and uh, one of the strategies that the person was chatting about, she had said, when you reach out to people, you got to do it not just like, don't just think like LinkedIn is like, you know, like, like I reach out people on LinkedIn, like it's LinkedIn only. Right. So you got to think like multi-channel, right. And you got to like, maybe it's LinkedIn and then you, you send them a gift and then, you know, it's an email. Right. And then it's a, it's a retargeting ad. So like, right. it's, it's, it's some diversity in, in the, in the forms that you reach out. I think, um, you know, one of the things that we've done, uh, that I've done is, is one of the things I'm doing right now. Uh, which is guesting on some amazing shows, being able to do some amazing collaborations with people. Um, because the truth is people that listen to podcasts uh, listen to other podcasts, right? So if right. you want to grow your own podcast, if you want to drive people there, um, a great way of doing that is being an amazing guest on other people's show, right? I also think it's not necessarily the most um, direct, you know, like I, I don't think it's the most like short-term play, you know, if, right. if that makes any sense. Right. So uh, it's a combination, you know, we, we do a, a bit of paid ads. Uh, we certainly have our direct reach out, you know, campaigns kind of set up and, and, you know, that that's always a, a bit of a work in progress, uh, but podcast guesting, we, we just aim me personally, I aim to do a few every single, you know, quarter, every single uh, month, just to kind of be able to keep sharp on it, but also sure. to have additional assets, right? Because, you know, especially how much the world has changed in this year, right? In, in, in 2020, I know for all of our speaker and training clients, you know, they pretty much had the, you know, 180 pivot their entire business right. in some ways. Um, but they leveraged a lot of those speaking engagements, those training, you know, engagements to be able to create content, right? And that's where you see like, hey, I'm, I'm here in, you know, uh, you know, a, a random place that, that I've never been in before, because I'm doing the speaking thing over here. Right. And that's where you kind of see, you know, a lot of that behind the scenes content. So that's kind of my two cents on it. Uh, but yeah, I'd, I'd love to hear your thoughts in, in terms of how you've seen other people even use it from, from a sales perspective as well. Yeah, well, it's interesting. I was talking to, um, it hasn't come out yet, but I had a podcast with a guy two days ago and he's an SEO specialist. Okay. And so he was talking about how, you know, using podcasting almost like a blog, where it'll help drive traffic with the backlinking, right? By being a guest mm. uh, and are also yeah. having people on and having the guests, you know, put the, the, the video up on their channel or their website, right? So he was saying, you know, really using the context for his content to help drive more traffic to your site. Kind of what you're saying though, over the course of this, it's a long-term play. Like you're not yeah, going to have... You're not going to have immediate results the way you're thinking. So he said, you know, just continue to be consistent. Like, okay, that's how sales is, right? Is just being consistent, so put it out there. So one of the things I've done now is, is a strategy is everybody I have on as a guest. Um, when we get done filming, I tell them, hey, I'll drop you the video and the audio file raw content, or you can have the edited version, whatever you want, and feel free to use it at your discretion on all your channels. 
Yeah. And, and usually people are like, oh, wow, you'll give me everything. And I'm like, yeah, I have nothing to hide. You know, I just ask you tag me in it. Right. Uh, but people are, are uh, really cool. So I think that that, you know, after you get maybe 40, 50 interviews done, that law of reciprocity, hopefully will will start to reciprocate back um, by being cross-referenced. So that's kind of my thoughts on it. Mm-hmm. Well, it, I, I I like it because um, it's 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 just viewing the content you're creating as an actual asset. But I think it also leverages what podcast is amazing at, right? Which is besides the whole ongoing conversation piece, it's the best like networking piece. Oh my god, yes. You, 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 like it's it's networking on steroids, right? And and so if you could go and you know strategically interview individuals, but also be able to have them share it within their network. I mean, this is like content marketing 101 here, right? But it really just adds to that network effect, especially if you're looking to dominate in, let's say, a specific space. Hey, I'm looking to dominate in B2B sales and in this space, yeah. right? You could you you can essentially blanket that space, you know, from not just your own content, not you just broadcasting, but other people in that space sharing it as well. Yeah, totally. I think that you hit on the head. You get to network when you've built out a little bit of a platform with people that you normally wouldn't have access to. And so, um, you know, like for me getting to talk to you, I talked to a guy yesterday, uh, C-Rock, and he's releasing a new book. And like, I I knew he was, you know, he's got uh, almost a quarter million Instagram followers, but he's friends with Grant Cardone. Like, you know, Grant just wrote the forward to his new book. And then I'm here, I get 30 minutes with him one-on-one to ask him whatever I want about sales or business. And I'm like, that doesn't really happen. You know what I mean? So I think that leveraging that to also, like you're talking about targeted to use the platform to be able to interview your dream client. Mm. And I think that people kind of miss that as far as context that, hey, if you reach out to a CEO that normally when you try to hit them on LinkedIn, you're emailing them, you're trying to get past the gatekeeper. But if you reach out and you go, hey, I'd love to have you come on my podcast and tell your story. It's a different context. And then, you know, through osmosis in that conversation, they're going to be like, oh, this guy really knows what he's talking about. I, I want to know more about his business and how he can help my business. Right. So I think that people aren't, aren't always looking at it that way. I'm sure you are, but. Yeah, it, look, like I think it's um, to, to highlight this even further, like, you know, it, there's so many different like so many ways of being creative when you have a platform. Right. And so that's why, you know, when, when, I, when I was saying it earlier, like we help people get into the top 100. It's a positioning play. Right. Is it the end all be all? No, not necessarily, because what we're really focused on is how do we leverage the platform, the podcast now so that it works for you. Right. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I love that you're, you're thinking or approaching it like that. You're right. Not everybody looks at it like this. And especially when I was starting out, I remember um, I couldn't believe the amount of people that would say yes or, or come on to the show. These are people that I've read their books, bought their right. programs. You know, they, they've spent decades, their entire life, like on their message, you know. And I say, hey, look, I'm, I'm just a guy building up a brand and, and, and I don't want to necessarily be on the hook for coming up and in innovating all this content, especially for, from the beginning. Why don't I share that stage with them? Right. And, and if I would have had to pay, right. Like that everybody's like hourly or half an hour consulting fee, it just wouldn't really have made sense. Right. So p- podcasting has been outside of all the business stuff. Like we strip away all the ROI and all this stuff, like we strip away all of it. We're just like, Hey, let's just do it. Cause we're, it's fun and we like it. It's a side project. We're never going to make a dollar from it. We're okay with that. Right. I still think it's like one of the biggest life hacks period. Yeah. 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 I've, I've really enjoyed it. That's why I haven't stopped. You know, I think my wife at some point, uh, now I've done uh, 113 episodes, which is not a ton, but it compared to some people, but she's just like, yeah, what's, what's the deal with this? I was like, you know what? I just kind of, I just enjoy it. it. Maybe it's just therapeutic, you know, I said, that's why last night I didn't mind two and a half hours editing and, you know, putting everything together. Cause I'm like, I'm just kind of up to listen to music kind of jamming. Yeah. I just, I don't know. Uh, so I, I've really loved it, but I did want to get your take on, uh, I get hit up on LinkedIn all the time now. Cause I put in my profile, right. I'm a podcast host. So I get sure. a lot of, a lot of companies that are like uh, people will say, Hey, I can promote you and I can get you 5,000 subscribers this month. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. Which I'm always very uh, wary of how that works. Um, so, but is there a way to effectively pay for advertisement to accelerate the growth, or do you think that it's better just to 
do things like this, jump in other people's platform and let it really grow organically. Yeah. I mean, so it's, it's funny. We, we did a couple, um, I, I, when people don't, um, necessarily work with us on the agency side, there are times that we'll, we'll do a little bit of consulting with them. Well, we did a consulting project a little while ago where they were thinking and trying to balance out if they should start and be a part of a network or if they should start their own and like, you know, like how do, how do we go about that? What, you know, what about third-party advertisement? Um, I think it really comes down to the brand that you're building and where it is that you ultimately want to be able to, to go. Right. Um, so it, it's kind of like, you know, should I pay in some, you know, and I know some of these reach outs on LinkedIn to me, they're a little closer to, um, Hey, how would you like 20,000 Instagram followers? Right. Like in the next month. Right. Yeah. Um, and you know, I'm sure that I'm sure we could chat with someone who, who, you know, is in Instagram and you know, they're going to tell you the pros and cons of this and, and maybe some of them are bots, but let's say they're all real. Right. You know, it's, it's a question of, do you want to build a tightly knit community? Like, is that part of, who you are and, and, and the brand that you're building, or are we going for big numbers? Are we going for right size of it? Right. Because the end goal is, Hey, we want to be leading a network and we want to be able to do third-party advertisements. So the, the idea of a network is we're going to all team up. Right. And now instead of saying, Hey, my numbers are whatever, a hundred thousand or 10,000, and this person's number is 50,000. We can all say, Hey, you know what? We're all together. You're, you're getting, you know, your advertisement's going to be heard from, you know, 250,000 people. Right. Right. Yeah. And so it's, it's, it's a, it's, I think it's a business model decision, right? Um, I'm more of a big, I'm a bigger fan of the podcasting. I, first of all, when, when we work with clients, like we don't say, Hey, like stop doing your direct response, right? Like stop doing your, your paid advertisement. I think the use case of a podcast is, is best in the middle of the funnel. And so with that in mind, we don't mind a slower, more organic, like middle to long-term play when it comes yeah. to it. Um, but if you're, if, if you, if you're, you know, one of the, the, these indie podcasters, nothing wrong with them. Right. And there's not maybe necessarily a whole business and, and your whole thing is, Hey, I want to be able to create a show, get paid X amount of dollars for doing it um, and have third party sponsors. Um, that that's, that's a different business. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Where do you see, um, you know, I forget who it was, but who was talking about it? But they were saying, hey, you know, like pretty much if you're a business in the next five, you know, five years, especially, you don't have a podcast like you're going to not that you're going to be irrelevant, but it'll be harder for you to compete to brand yourself. Well, you know, I understand that that's your business model, but do you, do you think that it is necessary for every business or would you say, Hey, you know what, this business, this, your business model, you don't really need it. There's no strategic advantage. Um, or do you find there's certain verticals that work better with having one? Sorry, is, is the question, um, <laughs> it's funny enough, um, audio actually cut out there for about like 15 seconds of there. Oh, no problem. So is the, yeah. Is, is the question, uh, whether do you want maybe you want to rephrase the question? Or, sure. Or so, do you think you know moving forward? It seems like uh, I said I, I'd heard that the advice is that every business should have a podcast, right? To to start establishing that type of credibility. But my sure. question would be, maybe there's some verticals where that's not going to be relevant, or do you think that that's not the case? So um, this is a really interesting question because I think fundamentally it comes down to: Do you actually enjoy the medium? Do you enjoy this type of long form, raw, human to human type of content, right? Or is your brand a little closer to, hey, I want to be able to, you know, control the produced content of it, right? Um, because I, th I think that's, that's, that's like a pretty big fallacy that people get into. They think, oh, podcasting, this new media type of channel, I want to be able to kind of, you know, in, invest some time and, and some dollars in, um, but they don't actually listen to any podcasts, right? And yeah. they're, like, they're, they're thinking like, you know, oh, I could just get on and they have a certain expectation around it. Um, so I think that that's, that's number one. Number two, from, from everything I, I've seen, if you have, if you're interested in, so uh, we've, we've worked with SaaS companies uh, mm -hmm. where they track LTV, lifetime value of a customer, mm -hmm. right? We've worked with, uh, you know, training companies, certification programs, franchisers, they track retention, right? Year in and year out. I think if you're in any of a business where you're interested in having a higher 
monthly recurring revenue, you're interested in having a higher lifetime value customer um, or higher retention rates, I think it's an absolute no brainer to have a show out there because even if you just do the show for just your customers, like forget new listeners, like let's just take all the, the, the new authority, all that stuff, let's just take it off the table. It's a private podcast, right? We still think you can you know, have an amazing ROI with it, right? Yeah. Now, when you add in any of the you know, opportunities that come from having an external show, um, that's where I think it, 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 it's, it's a very simple yes. If the business one loves the medium or whoever, you know, the host, the CEO, they actually like audio. They like the long form type of, you know, whether it's, it's a four or five minute type of solo, they're okay with that. Right. Or they like the longer form conversations. Like if there's that love for that and their business is interested in growing LTV retention, uh, growing the size of the deal. Um, yeah, I, I think every business could make that work. Um, and I'll give you a really good example on this. Um, my accountant, and, and I remember, uh, I, I love my accountant, by the way, uh, because when I started, I started out with him uh, when we were like, like, we, like, it was just like the first year with like course sales, you know, still trying to figure out so many of these things. And he would always tell me, he was all, he would always like preach to me, right. That, um, you know, we, we have to grow, you know, all the stuff that we're doing around my personal brand, it's kind of useless, right? Because if something, you know, his, his whole point is if, if something happens to Jay, right, that there is no actual asset, right? Like, you know, right. I didn't take it personal because, um, you know, he's an accountant. This is what he does, right? This right. is, he'll tell it to you with a straight face. Like, this is all useless. I hope you know that. Uh, and it's like, <laughs> great. Um, but here's the thing. Even with a business like that, with, with his business, man, how many times, like, I, I, I love him, we're, you know, we've worked with him the last few years. I would love it if he had a podcast and was telling me, hey, what's what's going on with the taxes happening in 2020, right? What's going on with all these stimulus this, COVID that, right? Like what's an update around this, right? Do right. I want to do all the research around it? Like he, I'm already a customer. I already like him, right? Yeah. But I would love to be able to have him. And I'm not saying I'd, I'd listen and, and binge listen necessarily and, and be an expert in accounting, Right. But as a business owner, I, I still think it would be highly valuable. Yeah. Do, do you see what I'm saying? So yeah. I, I think it could work for an accounting business. Uh, we certainly have seen it work in, in many of the industries that, that we've gotten a chance to partner uh, with brands with. Um, it's just a matter of if, if it fits in with the vision with where they're going, if they like the medium, um, and, and if they're interested in, in being able to grow customers in that way. Yeah. Oh, great answer. Thank you. One of the other questions I think that people are starting to think about now, they're like, hey, you know, I... I could see this, whether if they want to have it for fun uh, or, you know, personal pleasure or whatever. Jay, there's, there's too many of them. I'll never be found. It's too saturated of a market. You know, um, I have my own thoughts on that, but I wanted to get your take of someone that would say that to you. Yeah. So um, my, here's, here's my take on it, which is um, one of the things that we do with a lot of our clients is we, we pretty much, um, and this is a big thing that we do, which is we got to get them better as storytellers, right? And so now we have borderline like storytelling coaches when we're working with our clients because, you know, one of the fundamental rules, and I, and I, I got this from one of my mentors, Valerie Geller, um, and she spent uh, pretty much her entire life like coaching broadcasters, radio hosts. She says, look, everybody that's in, if you're creating content, you're in the storytelling business, right? And in the storytelling business, there's all these different thoughts, all these different frameworks. I'm sure you know some frameworks and I know a quote here and I know a quote there and we can, you know, we can nitpick at all, all these things, but it boils down to three things. Very simple, right? This is from Valerie Geller, not, not from Jay Wong, but three things. One, tell the truth. Can you tell the truth, mm. right? Two, can you make it matter? Three, don't be boring. So my response to, you know, when I hear people, hey, I'm not getting found, I'm not getting any traction on it. I've been doing it for years and years and years, right? Or months and months and months. And uh, we, we, we're, we're flat, right? Hey, we, we have to look at this as honestly as possible. Are you a little boring, right? Is, is, is how you're approaching the topic, is it compelling? If I was a new listener, I stumbled on it. Would I continue listen? Would I binge listen to your show? Would I go all the way back to the first one, right? And, and, and do it. So I, I think a lot of times... Um, you know, I, I know in growing our agency and our business, I imagine many business owners listening to this have experienced growing pains, right? Yep. And, I, and I, I, I've been frustrated so many times with different uh, team members and different people. And I know for me, a lot of times, a, a simple reframe of, 
is it them, right? Is it them that's the issue? And sometimes it is, right? Um, or is it a matter of my own leadership? Mm. Is it a matter of our own processes breaking down, right? And so same thing with the hosts, right? Is it yep. because there's so many podcasts out there? Is it because the market is really that noisy more than ever, yet more people spend, right? The average time that people are spending on Netflix and, and technology and on screens is going higher and higher, right? Or is it because of the content of the show? How can we go about improving that, making it a little more sexy and compelling? Yeah, I love that. All, all I can think of is the uh, David Goggins, the accountability mirror. You know, you got to be brutally honest with yourself. Uh, maybe you suck at it. That's okay. You just got to okay. acknowledge that you suck and get better. So like anything well, yeah. in life, you know? Yeah. N n number one, you got to tell the truth, right? Yeah. Are you willing to tell the truth, you know? And, 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 and two, why? why? Like making it matter, right? To me, I think of, are you thinking about your listener? Are you thinking about your end listener? Why is it important for them? You know, I, and Ty, I hope you, you can maybe integrate some of the stuff, uh, you know, when you do your intros, right? But like, why does it matter that they listen to the show? Like, it's cool to hear from Jay and Jay's built a great bit. That's awesome, right? It's cool to hear from Ty and Ty has his own perspective, but really they're listening because of them. Yep. People are selfish Yep. in, good, in, in a good way, right? They, they want to say, hey, look, I, 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 I'm not that much time. I want to know what I'm going to get. So if we can do a good job hooking them right in the beginning and saying, hey, look, if, if you want to figure out how to make podcasting work in your business, have an amazing community, right? And have a, be the voice for your marketplace. You got, you got to listen to this, yeah. right? So like, it's just so different as opposed to, you know, here's the bio, right? Here's the, you know, here's a, a bit of a life update. Not to say that people don't care about you, but it's kind of true, <laughs> right? People, people like it, is, it has nothing to do with you. They're just thinking about themselves. Yeah, yeah. Right? No, I mean, that's all sales is, right? You know, there's that saying that uh, you've got to be interested before you can be interesting. And I think that if you yeah. take that same type of approach of like, okay, how is this going to serve the people listening? Because at the end of the day, that's all that really matters is, is the message going to help them? Are you asking, even me asking you questions, the questions I asked you going to help the person that's listening in the car understand podcasting or propagate them to do one or not to do one or reach out to you for help if they're interested, right? So yeah, no, I think that that's great context and that's relevant in all sales and all facets, uh, irrespective, irrespective of podcasting. Um, busy guy, uh, I wanna be respectful of your time. I wanna ask you though, do you have any success habits, anything that's attributed to you managing a team, uh, growing your brand uh, and any, any hacks, any things that you do habitually every day? You know, it's, um... It's funny, right? Like I think <laughs> um, for all high performers, for everybody that's an achiever in their own minds or like in, in any regard, I think we're always looking for like an unfair advantage, you know? Yes. So what's going to give you that edge, right? For some people, it's like cold showers at, you know, two in the morning, you know, for some people, it's a certain type of diet. Um, look, I, I, what works for me is um, very basic stuff like super, super basic, like borderline boring. You know, I know we just said, don't be boring. Right. But I think in your <laughs> habits in your yeah. habits, right. It's, it's, you, you gotta be boring. So I, I like to wake up early, like, you know, anywhere from that, I think four to 7.00 AM. It works for me. I'm not saying it's going to work for you. I, I just found for me, even though I'm like, I probably, I don't think I'm an early riser. Like I don't, I don't look at it like that. I'm more of like, I could stay up all night and, and geek out on, on things. Mm -hmm. um, but four to 7.00 AM, I, 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 those hours, like sometimes I think I can actually do like, it's, it's, it's insane how much you could do in those three hours comparative to any three hour during, during the day. Just one thing I've observed, Great. right. I do a lot of these gratitude walks. So for people that follow me on Instagram or what have you like daily gratitude walks, maybe two or three times, I don't have a dog or, or anything. Uh, my girlfriend it keeps telling me that we should get one because I go on so many of these walks. Um, but just being grateful for what's coming in my life, what's happening in my life, right? Like hyper basic movement, right? Walking, you know? Um, and I drink espressos and coffee. And that's about it. Love it. Right? Like, like that's, that's literally it. I know I could probably do some journaling in there, right? Sometimes, uh, you know, some, sometimes I work that in. Sure. Um, but yeah, those, those are some of the big, big core ones. People don't know this because I, I only link my uh, my Tizer Evans Instagram, but my other one is Coffee Beast. 
but the one that you know, oh, the, nice. the one I've had since like Instagram started 2012. Yeah, I'm a big I'm a big coffee fanatic too. That's one of the things we do when we travel. We search out all the little micro roasters in a, in a city. My wife yeah. and I, and we try to tackle them. Um, and I make it at home. Uh, good stuff, man. Jay, uh, last question for you. Do you have any uh, books that you enjoy reading or you gift often? It could be about podcasting or personal development or Harry Potter, whatever, whatever you're into. <laughs> <laughs> Do people ever say Harry Potter on this? Like when no, ask, never. When get but, asked you know, I want to leave it open. <laughs> Harry Potter, uh, the third one, the Azkaban yeah. one. No. Yeah. Um, so we, one of the books that we, uh, I always love, I don't have a copy here, actually. Um, Stephen Pressfield, it literally just says, do the work. And for me, it's an, I, I just have it in, our, we, we, we gift it a lot to our clients because it's a reminder, hey, you, you, we got to do the work here, right? Yeah. Um, and Stephen Pressfield has some amazing stuff. He has the uh, war, war of Art. Um, that's a really great one for mm-hmm. kind of, you know, arts, creating, storytelling, so many yep. of the things that we talked about. Um, so yeah, anything, anything, anything by Stephen Pressfield is good. I have the War of Art. Uh, I have not read it, but I uh, heard uh, Tim Ferriss recommend it, and so I he, he's a, he, he's such a ferocious reader. He said it. I went on, bought it, and it's in my my yeah. stack. I've got a stack of about fifteen on my bedside. I've got to get to, but uh, good rec, um, Jay. I will put all of your contact info in the show notes for anybody listening. But we're we're just so you can say it out loud for anybody driving that wants to hop on their phone right now. Where can they find you? At? Yeah. So podcastyourbrand.co. That's the the main website. Certainly some case studies over there. In case you want to see our entire process, uh, we do break it down. It's called the top 100 buyers. Um, I'll send you that link as well. It's called doneforyoupodcast.co. So those are the two spots. You can kind of dig in a little more if you enjoyed this conversation. Um, But Ty, this was fun. Yeah, it was fun, man. I really appreciate your time. Uh, Thank you so much for being on. And everybody, please, if you're interested in podcasting and growing your ROI and your brand, please reach out to Jay. Awesome, brother. Appreciate it. See you.